the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Sponsored by Essex Mortgage. AM 1220 KDOW presents Real Life Lending on Money 2.0. Now, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Good evening, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. My name is Eric McKay. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 27 years. Currently, the Northern California Area Manager of Essex Mortgage. <clears throat> we are a bank. We are a mortgage bank. We are a direct lender. We are not a broker or a third party. We make all lending decisions in-house, and we've been in business about 29 years. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. It does not make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. Uh, it allows us to do some sometimes outside-the-box thinking and maybe offer some programs that some of the larger banks don't. So this show... Those of you that are new, I started over three years ago up in the Sacramento area, and we've grown ever since, and that's due to you, the consumer. This is a place uh, for you. I got tired of listening to the East Coast media and all the, the sources telling you how difficult it was to get a mortgage, how the real estate market was so terrible, how um, it was unscrupulous, you, you got to watch yourself, and you needed an 800 FICO and 90% down to get a home. So I started this show, um, little show, about three years ago, and it's continued to grow, and I want to thank you all for that. Uh, we have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, our call-in number is 925-203-5808. Again, 925-203-5808. You can also text to that line in case you can't call. And we also have our website, reallifelending.com. That's reallifelending.com. Um, again, one of the things that we offer all of our listeners is a chance to ask questions from somebody who lives and breathes this 24 hours a day, six, seven days a week. Um, not because, and one of the things that we always like to tease is that, uh, back in the heyday in the boom, uh, I like to say you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a, a real estate agent or a loan officer, but hopefully all the changes in our industry that happened uh, in 2010 with the implementation of Dodd-Frank got all the part-timers out of the business and it is, I think, our industry is at a good place right now. Uh, we are all about common sense. Uh, it's about common sense underwriting, making sure that you have a job, making sure that you can pay your bills, making sure that you have a credit score, and making sure that you have some type of down payment, uh, whether it be a grant, down payment assistance, or a gift. And that's what this place is all about. So give me a call uh, if you have any questions for the show, 925-203-5808. I'd like to um, put out a little homework assignment to all of our listeners out there. I would like, because I know we're, rates have been low, and I know that we're starting to see the mailers in the mailbox again. 
uh, offering to refinance, get a 2% 30-year fixed rate. Um, and we did this last year, and we got a bunch of listeners to send in some of the mailers. And sometimes we actually called them, and, and, and we actually put some, some other lenders on the spot. So we do the good with the bad in my industry here. Some of them are, 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 are just false and bogus. Some of them are actual really good terms. And I'm going to teach everybody next week, after we get some of these in, what to look for when you get a mailer solicitating a mortgage. There are certain rules and guidelines put on by the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau for your benefit. So again, send those in. Go to our website, reallifelending.com. And I also want you to go to my email address that's there on the website and shoot me an email and tell me about some of the worst experiences you've had getting a mortgage. I think our industry is correct in most of them, but I still want to hear you guys, what you're saying, what you're seeing, and what your experiences are. And even if you're a real estate agent out there, uh, give me a call. I'd love to hear your perspective on your local market and uh, what's going on and the good with the bad, some of the best experiences. And also, I'd like to hear what you think is good about our industry. Too many times we talk about what's bad. And again, I think uh, the overregulation or regulation that we're currently in, I think has been con- very consumer-friendly. But it's also put us at, um, I think, a good point, a good spot. Investors are happy. Uh, guidelines have eased up a little bit from 2010. But give me your experiences, guys. Go to reallifelending.com and give me some feedback. We are going to have a great guest uh, next segment of the show. Uh, those of you that uh, have listened to him, he's been going in the past. Uh, Travis Fawcett, he is not a credit repair person. He's not somebody that's going to solicit you to give him X amount of dollars and he'll, re- he'll remove the bankruptcies and late charges that uh, on your Sears card from your credit report. That's not what he does. He actually works for a company, a quite large company, that lenders like myself pull your credit scores from when you apply for a mortgage. And he doesn't just work with me. He works with several banks and lenders throughout the country. And he is going to give us some perspective on what can change what to do, what not to do, and he, it's it's a really good show, and he kind of has the peek behind the scenes about exactly how the credit bureaus work and how your scoring model actually affects and how things can affect your score. So listen in, and again, if you keep this call-in number handy, 925-203-5808, and uh, we will bring him in uh, on the 15. Um, what's going on with rates today, folks? We, well, everybody knows how much I love to talk about interest rates. But we're kind of a little bit of a, a volatility piece. I think the, the morning started out existing home sales were, were great, great over expectations. Everything, all the bond market just said, oh, wait, wait a minute, something's going to happen. So pricing started to increase a little bit. And what happened? We got a note that maybe England might, sediment might be thinking about getting out of the, uh, 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 the European Union. And that threw everything in a down and pricing got better. Just goes to show you folks that anything in our industry we are a global market things can change in the it doesn't even have to be in our country so if you're in the middle of a refinance <clears throat> i think uh i would be in constant communication with your loan officer um and the way i look at it folks and those of you that have listened if you know what you know if you know what your rate is you're happy with it you're happy with the payment lock it uh, the known is better than the unknown because we all know what happened can can happen in the drop of a hat uh so again Stay in touch with your loan officers. One of the things we offer all of our listeners here is if they're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, send me your loan estimate, and we'll take a look at it, and we'll do one of two things. 
will tell you that, hey, that's a pretty decent rate. It's market. It's, it's structured correctly. And I'm probably going to call that loan officer and offer him a job. Or I'm going to tell you that, hey, you know what? This might be a little bit better option for you, and here's why. And maybe save you some money. Why not? It's one of the biggest investments most of you folks make out there. Uh, a little bit about what's going on in our real estate market. California home prices climbed to a nine-year high in April. I think we all know that living here in Northern California. But a kind of milestone was set. Um, the median uh, single-family home sales price rose to about $509,000. That's up a little over 5% from last year. And it marks the first time that Golden State home prices have been above the half-million-dollar mark in almost nine years. Uh, but they're still short about the 595000 that we hit in 2007. So things are getting better. Those of you that are in certain demographics, especially the Bay Area, you know your pricing is much better than that. Uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier that existing home sales kind of crushed expectations. Why? Because there's just not enough housing out there. People, are, and Two things. One, I think people are finally getting to the point where they're realizing that, hey, the election's in November. This might be our opportunity before things get shaken up, whether in a good or bad way. Uh, listen, folks, we've had historical, I mean, rates right now are, are historically near the three-year lows. Uh, and we've got home prices that are almost back to where our pre-recession numbers were, and we're growing at a healthy rate. The average rate, I think, last year nationally was about 5.1%. Obviously, here in Northern California, we have some great markets that are doing better. But, you know, I really think that uh, we have an opportunity here. So, and this is one of the things that we offer at Essex Mortgage. And, and we have a, the biggest question that I get from listeners that call in is, you know, Eric, I'm not ready. Maybe next year I don't have enough save for down payment. I got to work on my credit. Listen, guys, now is the time. You know, we have some, uh, I mean, and I know that lenders have been telling you that for years. And honestly, I didn't think I'd be sitting here in 2016 at, at interest rates in the mid threes. But we have some serious economic changes going on in our country. You know, regardless of what the Fed does to the bank rate, doesn't affect your 30-year mortgage rates. Remember that. It only may affect your home equity line of credit or your auto loan or things like that. What happened when the Fed raised the rate a quarter point a couple months ago in December? 30-year mortgages went got better, right? So again, don't correlate the two. But get what well, my point was is that don't think, don't put off what you can do today. Most of the, I'd say 35, 40% of the people that call us from the show can't buy today. And one of the things that we do is we will actually start building a file, gather all your documentation, put it in front of an underwriter, either approve you or tell you what we need to do to get approved. And it's a fully underwritten approval. It's something that we offer to help you identify a lot of things. One, what your payment comfort's going to be, what that mortgage payment's going to be, what kind of dollars it's going to cost you uh, to get into this house and that purchase price. Uh, and it's going to help you with all programs, maybe a down payment assistance program. We're going to do our homework. We're going to tell you what's, what's going on, what's available to you. And again, we can structure a gift from a family member. Lots of good down payment assistance programs out there. We have at Essex Mortgage, we have a grant with no repayment, no recapture of funds by a nonprofit. It is something that we are using a ton of right now. And it can be, you don't have to be a first time home buyer. You can own other property and the cap income level on that uh, grant program is $101,000, unlike most of the state and general uh, city ones. So again, anything that you hear today, give me a call, 925-203-5808. Again, 925-203-5808. We got a text uh, from John in Burlingame. It says, hey, Eric, I heard you uh, talk about jumbo loans with 10% down. Is that true? Um, 
Yeah, you know, we have a product here at Essex Mortgage that will allow up to a loan amount of $750,000 with 10% down and no mortgage insurance. Uh, it's a unique product. It's a portfolio product. Uh, again, that's a good question, John. Uh, and and un, you know, people don't realize that we can do actual jumbo loans, true jumbo loans, up to $2 million with 15% down with no mortgage insurance. Now, pricing may not be as great as if you put 20% down, especially on those larger products, but it, it really is truly a, a good option, especially in our barrier market, to save your cash. We go, we know we have a lot of cash buyers out there when interest rates are so low right now. And some of the jumbo rates, got to remember, folks, jumbo loans are not sold on the mortgage-backed security market, so they're a lot less volatile than conforming loan amounts. And I think people get really uh, are surprised by that. Sometimes a jumbo loan will, will price better than a conforming loan. Um, Another text question. This one is from Parjeep in Fremont. What is the minimum FICO score for conventional loans? I really don't want to use FHA. Well, Parjeep, that's a a good question. Minimum FICO score for a true conventional loan, that's meaning a Fannie or a Freddie loan, is a 620. Uh, And not, not to say that you should buy a home with a 620 FICO score, but I got a great example. We had a caller from the show last week Filed, uh, had a hardship six years ago, filed bankruptcy, just hasn't reestablished credit. He has no derogatory credit in the last six years. His score is a little low, um, but uh, we are able to get him into his home loan with a six. I think he is 623 FICO score. So it can be done, uh, but obviously conventional loans are pricing and rates are all based on FICO and debt to income ratio. All right, folks, uh, we're coming up on our break, but when we come back, we're going to have Travis Fawcett. Uh, join us, who is our credit uh, person that we go to, that all lenders, most lenders go to, to run your credit. We're going to ask him uh, what's important, what we should do, what we shouldn't do, and what's the best way to keep our FICO score up. All right, folks, I want to thank you for listening to Real Life Lending. Again, our call-in number is 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this.
Wake up, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220 KDOW. My name is Eric McKay. You're listening to Real Life Lending, and today we have a special guest. He's been on the show before. We always get a lot of great feedback. Mr. Travis Fawcett. Travis, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going today, Eric? Thanks for having me on again today. You bet. Why don't you remind everybody who you are and what you do? Sure, sure. My name's Travis Fawcett. I've actually been working in the mortgage credit reporting company for about 10 years. Um, I actually work for a company called Premium Credit Bureau. We're actually a credit reporting company that resells credit reports and other type of verification and ID verification reports to mortgage companies, banks, credit unions, stuff like that. I learned a lot what I did from my dad who's been in the industry for over 30 years. And it's a pretty unique industry and, you know, a lot of changes over the past few years and a lot of changes moving forward. And, you know, you have to learn a lot every year. And I think with everything that's changing in credit, something that you'll always learn something new at seeing. Absolutely. You know, I want to remind everybody and, and just be clear, folks, uh, Travis is not a credit repair person. He is the he is the go to his company that he works for is is the the company that lenders like myself go to to pull credit on our borrowers. So he lives and breathes this. And we all think about our credit report. And and we all know that uh, sometimes it's like working with the mafia. You don't understand how it works, but they've got you where they want you. And Travis is here to to shed a little light on some of the some of the faucets of actually a credit report. And I know it, you know, we, we talk about it, we use it, we know we need credit, and there's some gurus out there to tell you you don't need any FICO score, and that that's, that seems to be the uh, the soup du jour as it comes to financial planning. But um, I know that uh, you know you, you and I work together a lot, and some of the things that we do are, are very unique because we're always trying to improve listeners' scores. But what is what's the probably the biggest misconception about people have regarding their credit? I think one of the bigger misconceptions, at least that I see, as far as what consumers. <clears throat> Um, misunderstand about credit. So a lot of times people think paying off all the debt, keeping all your accounts at zero, not having any debt, you know, no installment debt, pay off your credit card every month, keep it at a zero balance. And, you know, this is probably the biggest misconception, like I said, but this might actually hurt your score not having enough active accounts, especially revolving credit. The credit bureaus, and at least to get received credit scores and to get actually the whole, um, best credit score you can get, you want to make sure you have at least some revolving credit and utilizing it every month and keeping a small balance on there. Along with other accounts Absolutely. as well. Just having no credit and zero balances the whole time may actually decrease your credit score. Yeah, I actually have a true life story that I had a, actually a listener from uh, San Jose. Um, we did a pre-approval before the holidays. And score was eight high, uh, mid, or, you know, over 800 mid score. And uh, he finally reappeared uh, last month and said, Eric, oh, yeah, everything's great. I found a house. I want to get into contract. Let's run through pre-approval again. Oh, by the way, I paid off all my debt. I owe nothing. And his score dropped by 80 points because he had no debt and he was not using. And that's the things that people find hard to believe is that you have to maybe keep a 20 or or $100 balance on some of the cards, correct? Very correct, especially people with limited credit history. <clears throat> you might be okay if you have some installment accounts and some other accounts to not keep any um, revolving debt alive and active every month. But nine times out of ten, if you keep a small $20, $30 balance, especially with people who have limited credit history, you'll see a much bigger, higher credit score and um, everything by utilizing at least a little bit of revolving credit, not keeping that at a zero like Eric's. So how, how much of your score is ref- is based on your your balance to available credit? Is there a, you know, is there a correlation the, that's that? That's probably the largest one, especially in, in revolving debt. When it comes to installment of debt, a lot of times, like, for example, a mortgage loan, maybe the, the principal balance is always pretty close to the high credit limit, but on those installment-type accounts, such as maybe auto loans and mortgage accounts, the high credit to balance amount really doesn't make a large difference on the scores, but that's probably the biggest factor when it comes to revolving accounts. You always want to make sure you keep that 
that um, balance about 20% of the high credit limit to make sure you're utilizing your score and getting the best score possible. Keeping those the highest is probably the largest thing that will impact your scores is keeping those credit cards at high limit Absolutely. to um, high limit ratios. And one of the things that, that I, I'm fortunate enough to have Travis for is that, you know, we're, we're, I mentioned earlier, a lot of people that call in can't buy today and we're working on raising their score and we're not credit repair people, but you know, I can tell, I can email a report to Travis and maybe at a certain score, Hey Travis, how do I get to this score? If I need, if they need to qualify for down payment assistance or they need to a certain score for better pricing and Travis can do a what if simulator and tell me, all right, pay this card down to this, pay this card down to this. And more than likely, ninety uh, percent of the time, we're pretty right on, and that's very unique. And, and one of the biggest mistakes people, oh, it's, Eric said I should leave twenty dollars on the account. Well, I'm just going to pay it off. Uh, uh-uh, uh, doesn't work that way. It is that detailed. It really is, and that simulator is really a great tool. We're actually able to give a little report out to Eric that he can probably provide to his consumers that will show him, hey, pay this credit card down to a twenty dollars balance. This is the increase you're going to get on your scores. Nine times out of ten, I get people all the time. They're in the five eighties. Hey, we can't qualify. Maybe there's something late in there that they didn't realize was reporting incorrectly, or they did have a high sure. balance on a credit card showing on their credit report, but it hadn't been updated. So it's very possible that you know they already paid it down, but it hasn't been updated on the credit report as well. We do see that all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And when we come back after the break, we're coming up on a break. I want to talk about misreporting and how to maybe remove some of the inaccurate information uh, and maybe how to deal with collections. Do you have some time to stay over, Travis? No problem. Happy to do it. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220 KDOW. If you have any questions for Travis or myself, give us a call, 925-203-5808. I see some texts coming in. You can text to that number as well, 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. And today we have special guest Travis Fawcett. Uh, he is our credit uh, expert uh, that we go to once in a while here on the show. And uh, before the break, we were kind of talking about um, some of the things and some of the to do and what not to do and, and maybe inaccuracies reporting on your credit report. And I know, Travis, one of the biggest things that we run across is sometimes when we're asking people to pay something or maybe an old collection account, it's really important to, before you start paying some of these older things, maybe to improve your score, to get something in writing saying that they're going to remove it before any dollars to exchange hands, correct? That is very correct. So a lot of times with these collection accounts, Usually, maybe they're a couple years old on your credit report, six, eight months, or a year old. A lot of times, they'll be a little older, these accounts, and the reporting date on them will be maybe six months or a year old. So a lot of times, a lot of consumers want to go out and just pay these things to get them off their credit, thinking they're going to improve their score. Paying these accounts off will actually update the date last report and the date last activity to today's date. In that case, it actually might either hurt your scores or won't give you any increase at all. So the best thing in every case, and I tell everybody this, is before you pay these things, call these collection companies, negotiate with them, say, hey, I'll go ahead and pay this thing that's been on my credit report, um, only if you guys agree to delete it off my report. And make sure you get it in writing. And you know, nine times out of ten, believe it or not, these collection companies would rather get paid than have this uh, mark on your credit report. So a lot of times they will write that letter to get the deletion. Yeah, well, one of the things I think that's that's that people need to really understand is, you know, one of the mistakes I think people do is if you have a collection, you know, that's maybe three or four or five years old, you know, for a couple hundred bucks, um, sometimes it's better not to do anything, right? Because what happens is that uh, it, it changes the active date, right? Which Correct. could lower your so score. A lot of times, like I said, even not even paying <clears throat> it will either decrease your score or keep it exactly the same because it's updating those data last activity and date last reported to the current month meaning really like it's a paid current delinquent account. Now, over the next few months after the, the report is paid, after the collection is paid, you will see a, a small increase from paying off that collection, but it's really not going to be an instant fix like everybody thinks. You've got to try to get those deleted, and getting them deleted nine times out of ten as well, you'll see a massive increase to your scores as long as everything else is in line as well. So even if you're paying off a collection, sometimes because of that date activity date, it could actually lower your score by paying off old collections, correct? Actually, could actually hurt your score. You're totally right, Eric. We get a lot of examples of consumers going out and paying off a collection where they're already qualifying, want to get a little bit higher, they pay it off, and they go under the qualifying level, at least temporarily, because they went ahead and paid that thing. And it may take a few months for the seasoning on that account to make it look like an older paid derogatory account. Well, you mentioned uh, that uh, in, in a few months that it might correct itself. Is it So is it a good idea to pay it off old collections? You know, if you're qual- trying to qualify for a mortgage as of today, I wouldn't take take the ethical piece out of it, Travis. <clears throat> you know, honestly, I wouldn't pay any collection account unless they were going to delete it personally off my credit report. So honestly, I wouldn't pay anything unless they would uh, you get these guys to delete them off your credit. That's sure. and, you know, a nine times out of ten, like I said, you kind of have the you kind of have the one up on these collection companies when you haven't paid them already. If it's already paid collection on your credit report, deleting will still help you a big amount. But ha- having that balance on file with them kind of gives you a bargaining chip to call over there and say, hey, I'll pay it today, but you got to delete it off my credit. Maybe talk to a supervisor and see what you can do for them to remove it. And we get a lot of letters out there that will actually remove these things all the time. Especially for Let me ask you a question. Well. Will that phone call initiate an, activity, an active date? No. The only way you'll actually get an update on that data last activity is you actually make a payment on the collection. So a lot of times, hey, okay. may I have a little mo- extra money this month. I'm going to send in a payment to the collection company. I own 500 bucks. Send a couple hundred dollar payment. I have some extra money. 
that's actually going to update that data last activity to today's day and actually make it stay on the credit report longer and also um, give that payment history currently that will actually make it hurt you as well. Uh, what about derogatory? I mean, really sufficient derogatories is like uh, bankruptcy or foreclosure. How long will that? I mean, obviously it stays on your credit, you know, seven, ten years. But how 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 long does that really affect your score? Or is it based on reestablishing and a lot of other factors? It's based on a lot of other factors, but in general, we usually tell everybody, and what we get from the credit bureaus directly is about twenty four months. These super derogatory accounts will start affecting your credit less and less after the twenty four month mark. The first 24 months, those mortgage lights and everything are really going to be affecting your scores. But after that period, it's going to less and less each year be affecting your score based on it. Just having seasoning and more time of payments on time, of course, as long as you're making payments on time regularly currently as well. So, I mean, obviously, with uh, uh, does a foreclosure trend to trend differently in an algorithm than a short sale? Did, did they or a bankruptcy? Do they affect your score differently? Yes, I would say um, as far as um, foreclosures go, they'll have the biggest um, decrease in your credit score and also will look the, the worst as far as I'm concerned with the Bates and as far as credit, credit reports are concerned as well. But mm-hmm. short sale a lot of times will be marked as a settled account on your credit report with a zero balance. So while this status may, it really doesn't have much of an effect on your credit compared to a foreclosure, while it still is classified as a derogatory paid account by the credit bureaus, it'll show settled it will show no late, and that's typically the best way to do is to do a short sale opposed to a foreclosure. You will have better markings on your credit report than getting a foreclosure. Sure. Hey, Travis, I'm going to ask you to stay over one more time. If you don't mind, we've got a text question uh, when we get back. Folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220 KDOW. Keep the text questions coming in, 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance. And today we have Travis Fawcett, our credit expert on the line. And we've got a couple text questions. Uh, Travis, you ready? <clears throat> yep, I'm ready. Go ahead, Eric. I've got uh, a text from Frank in Danville asking, um, if my dad asks as me as authorized user, will it increase score? That used and to be an old trick really we used to use course. back in the day. Exactly. And, you know, over time, they say that has taken less and less <clears throat> effect on a credit report. But with that said, I can tell you that it's definitely going to have an impact on the credit scores. Now, with that said as well, you want to make sure that these accounts are maxed <clears throat> out so he's not close to the high credit limit or maxed out or have any derogatory items on this account as well because that will affect you as well. So as long as he always keeps his payments on time, keeps his balance as well, and um, also is never derogatory on the account, I believe it does help your credit. And um, honestly, what's really nice about these authorized user accounts, usually can get them removed very simply from the credit report as well. So it's a really nice tool to kind of help you boost your credit in the beginning when you're starting your credit out. And then when you get your own accounts, you can be removed off those accounts and get them removed off your credit report entirely as well. That's really nice. Basically what it does, it just helps you add um, usable credit, right? Correct. Usable credit. <clears throat> and it also will give you that that time of good credit. So if he's had the account for you know, 24 or 48 months, you actually get that positive 24 or 48 months of credit history added to your report. That actually helps so you'll get the credit history well. as long as the account's open, an authorized Correct. user. As long as wow. the account's open, it will affect you, yes. Hmm. Um, got another text question, which we always like to hear on this. And, and uh, you know, I've, uh, Travis, I've asked credit re- uh, repair people to come on the show and answer some questions, but they never do. And this this is, uh, I can't, it doesn't give a name who it's from. It says, uh, great show, getting ready to write a check for a credit report company. Is it worth it? Do credit yeah, repair companies really work? That question too, and you know we don't we don't actually work directly with credit compare companies or any consumers or anything like that. But plainly for the fact that credit repair companies and what they're charging to do, any consumer can do themselves very simply. So I don't feel it's worth paying the fees to get it done. Um, really, all these credit repair guys can really do to get off anything that. They, they all, a lot of them can say they can get off lates that are valid and all bunch of derogatory accounts that are on there validly, and that's plain and simply untrue. Only thing these, can, these guys are really doing is going to annualcreditreport.com or disputing all these credit report trade lines through the credit bureaus directly. And by law, if, if we don't get any, if the credit bureaus don't get any response from these creditors, they'll actually be removed from the credit report altogether, these accounts and any other derogatory information as well. So while it might come off from these credit repair guys and you might see some improvement in your credit scores, 30, 60 days down the line, a lot of times these credit accounts will pop right back on there. Absolutely. And it's going to come up report. right before we fund your loan. Uh, just a little note to all our listeners. Lenders will repull credit uh, right before we push the button to send that money to escrow just to make sure you didn't go out and lease a new Ferrari or, or buy something else or you're doing simultaneous applications with another mortgage company. There's a lot of things that we do. And I've actually personal experience have had one of my borrowers uh, use a credit repair company and it showed up right before funding. Something uh, came back right before funding and it killed his deal. And I guess the rule, Travis, is, is if it's a if it's a true uh, valid derogatory, it's very tough to get off your, your credit report. Correct. Really, if it's a valid derogatory account or information on the credit report, the only the only way to, to get it off the correct way is to go to a creditor directly, have them correct it on their side, as well as getting a letter from them, um, just in case for some reason it's reporting incorrectly in the future. But the creditor would have to be the one that would correct the inaccuracies. Nobody else can correct them with, except for the creditor directly who reported the information. 
organization. Travis, uh, you know, just some general advice. You know, you you look at credit reports all day long. What's the what's the what's the best way to increase your score other than pay down your debt? Is that pretty much it, or, or does time take care of most everything? Time takes care of a lot. What I tell everybody is, when it comes to credit card debt and other debt such as installment debt and everything like that, just make sure you make the minimum payments on time. It's much better to have a maxed out credit card now that you're paying within the 30-day period and never have any 30, 60, or 90-day lates reported. Those are really tough to get off from these big creditors such as Capital One and um, Chase and some of these big creditors. They will never take off a 30-day late, 60-day late, unless it's maybe possibly your first time getting one. But they will never typically remove these lates, especially when there's multiple ones on there. Always keep your payments on time. It's better to make the minimum payment on a credit card, keep it current, Keep it a high balance because you can always pay that down and improve your credit scores in the future. But getting those lates will really, really hurt you for a longer period. Hey, Travis, got one last text question come in from Sarah. Uh, how does inquiries affect my score? Yeah, I get a lot of questions about that as well. How the credit bureaus look at inquiries is they want to give you a chance to shop around. So maybe you go to your first mortgage lender. You don't like their rates. You don't like their customer service or how they're treating you. So they do, they do give you the opportunity to shop around for a couple different rates. To a couple different lenders or when you go apply for an auto loan, go to one dealership you don't like them. They do give you the opportunity to shop around. So the, the general rule that I tell people is usually four to six inquiries for the same industry in one month. You really won't see any impact on the scores because they do want to give you the opportunity to shop around to different lenders. Well, does that get back to a lot of new debt Is is, is can hurt your score if you open up Correct. a couple credit cards at the same time? You know, it, it will because it will take into effect the high credit and balance amounts as well. So you're increasing your amount of credit you have. So you want to always make sure you keep, you know, less amount of credit cards is good, and you want to also keep those balances low. Too many credit cards may actually hurt you if you have 20 credit cards on there as well. Well, hey, Travis, you know, I really appreciate you being on the show. We always get some great feedback, and I want to thank you again. And, and Travis, you're always welcome back. Thanks again, Eric. And everyone, Eric's the best, you know, best we work with really will prepare you to get your mortgage loan, even if you're not ready. And that's what he's the best at. So if you guys need any help, I'll be, I'll be on the other end helping him with credit. If you guys ever have any questions, definitely contact him directly. Thanks, Travis. We'll talk to you in a few months. Thank you so much, Eric. Have a nice day. Everybody else. All right, folks. Uh, again, Travis uh, uh, Fawcett, he is a great uh, resource for us uh, as a loan officer in a bank. And if you have any questions that maybe I can pass along, give me a call, 925-203-5808. When we come back, we have Miss Kelly Griggs waiting on air. You're listening to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220. We'll be right back after this.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending here on AM 1220 KDOW. My name is Eric McKay. Uh, those of you that have listened to the show, you have any questions, visit our website, reallifelending.com. That's reallifelending.com. And if you want to uh, work with me directly, we can go through the pre-approval process or maybe just get you ready to buy that first home or maybe that first investment property or maybe that first commercial building. Seem to be doing a lot of those these days. Uh, give me a call. Work with me personally. Again, 925-203-5808. And today, right now, we have Miss Kelly Griggs on the line. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to Real Life Lending. Hey, thanks for letting me call in tonight. I'm sorry to keep you on hold. Oh, that's okay. I've got one of those super special properties to share with you guys. Listen up, folks. Very excited about it. So this is a Frank Lloyd Wright prairie-style home on five acres with ridgetop views, solar, a swimming pool, and... If you don't believe how amazing this is, log on to my website and see it at kellygriggs.com. This is a current rock star's house. They paid one point, almost 1.3 for this home, and um, they are letting it go for $7.99. So if you are somebody who wants to have a mountain retreat and have an incredible home with amazing views, and just live this gorgeous lifestyle up here. We encourage you guys to go check it out. Come up here and see it. So I wanted to tell you about who could kind of buy a home like this. So the perfect person is maybe somebody who's been in their home for 20, 30 years, and they're thinking about retiring soon, and they sell their Bay Area home, and they use Prop 90, to purchase a property like this, an amazing home with a downstairs master, they can transfer their current tax base and still have those super low taxes. Prop 90, you heard it here. (laughs) Yes. Then the other person who I think I could see buying this rock star's house is... (laughs) I'm going to call you after this. I want to know what rock star it is. It is a rock star's house. Uh, this um, I just can't say whose it is, but it is. It really is. It's a rock star's house. Um, I can't tell you who it is or I would. That's okay. I'm looking <laughs> at the pictures. It's it's pretty cool. Isn't it gorgeous? Um, it is. The person that could also buy it would be maybe somebody who's coding or working from home, living in a shack, wants to buy, but doesn't want to spend a million dollars for 800 square feet in the city. This could be your mountain retreat pretty awesome house so i really want you guys to look it up okay and that's kelly griggs.com k-e-l-l-i griggs g-r-i-g-g-s dot com what's going on kelly what are you seeing out there oh you know everything's going great i think the market's pretty stable in the bay area we don't have a ton of offers on every single property like we used to it's really stabilized so it's an excellent time to Definitely go out there and try again if maybe you got discouraged earlier in the year with, you know, being outbid five or six times. It's a great time to start shopping again. Uh, It's not that it's really softening. It's just it's kind of holding. It's not accelerating at rapid pace. Yeah, you know, I think it's a great time. Yeah. We've got about, I think we've we've got that little window. Yeah, definitely a good time to buy And really exciting, but in the Sacramento County, um, we've got... We've got 30 seconds, Kelly. What? 
We got 30 seconds to end. Oh, we've got some properties that are cash flowing. So definitely if you're an investor, give us a call. We'd love to help you find a property that would be a great investment for you. KellyGriggs.com, your phone number real quick. 916-343-6789. Thanks, Kelly. We'll schedule for some more time next week. All right, folks, thanks for listening to Real Life Lending. Give me a call, 925-203-5808, Look forward to working with you. Have a great week. We'll be back next time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.